Bears blog boys, you know it all, computer analytic geeky nerds. Michael Schneider, Tom Cavanaugh, the Bear blog boys, know it alls. Doing some podcast somewhere. Nobody wants to hear you. Coming to you live from our mom's basement on this emergency podcast episode after we literally just did one talking about this very occurrence. Snyder, the Bears trade Roquan Smith to the Baltimore Ravens for a 2023 second round pick and a 2023 fifth round pick. Man, we would have been preaching this move made too much sense, but did you expect them to get this much in return? I honestly think it was right. I was expecting... Of just a first straight up on a competitive team and you know a second and a fifth like that's very close to that value to what seems to be a rental and I mean how many teams were in position to trade for an inside linebacker that again is as no guaranteed money he's not under contract moving forward so like maybe that took a play why we didn't get a first but I still think that's an incredible value you know for an inside linebacker that, you know, we probably would have had a drama-filled offseason if we tagged him and tried to get an extension done. I think it's a I think it's a, a major W for the Bears, and it's a swing for the fences for the Ravens. I mean, Roquan Smith is a talented player, and maybe they think, like, a Roquan Smith is a difference on a playoff win, or I know they're fighting for the division, so maybe they think he has enough impact for this year to maybe make a, a Super Bowl run for the Ravens. Yeah, it's a very odd uh, situation for them because they are also in kind of a contract dispute with their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, of the same draft class who's in the exact same situation Roquan Smith's in. So like like Snyder said, it definitely seems more like of a rental type situation. But, man, I think this is just a massive win for the Bears. Um, I know Roquan's probably was their best player on defense, but, like, the defense isn't good and the Bears – their goal this year is not to win a bunch of games. They're obviously rebuilding. They're obviously trying to kind of figure out what is going to stick with this regime um, for the next couple of years. And Roquan, from a timeline perspective, just did not make a lot of sense. I mean, inside linebacker, not the most valuable position. He wants to be the highest paid linebacker in the NFL. It just it didn't make sense to commit that money to him. And you just the Bears need as much assets as they can get to really build up this offense and then the defensive line. So it just made sense from all sides. Yeah, dude, like it's sad to see him go as a Bears fan. You know, he is loved and, you know, he is a talented linebacker. He is a sure-tacular. He's a very good athlete, good at diagnosing. Um, you know, he's good at processing. He's a high IQ inside linebacker. But, you know, while that's important, I think what's more important in today's game is an inside linebacker that could shed blocks on his own and is just stout in coverage. And he's never been elite at any of those two things, but he wants to get paid like a Darius Leonard and a Fred Warner who do those things at an elite level. And it's just not him. So like the way he wanted to be paid as not just a high highest paid inside linebacker, he wanted to get paid as like one of the highest defenders in all the NFL. And again, it's not worth it. It, you know, creates so much opportunity for the Bears 
Next, he'd have $125 million in cap space, and Roquan's not going to be eating $25 million of that. So this, you know, just explores so much more opportunity. I mean, this almost welcomes a David Montgomery extension. I know he might be a name that's willing to trade, but, you know, now if you want to pay Demo maybe $8 mil per year, you're not going to feel it as much because you don't have to pay Roquan that much money. And, again, that we have so much draft capital. There is guys very close to Roquan Smith in every day two of the draft. and really in free agency as well but that may be more of a fit for for the Eberflus. i was just about to say that uh from a scheme perspective some people pointed this to it on twitter and roquan just i don't think would ever truly thrive in this scheme where it's a one gap penetration scheme so the defensive line isn't really holding up blocks for roquan to kind of run freely by design um, in this in this scheme, in this 4-3 defense, it's more of an attacking style. So he makes a lot more sense for the Ravens, who are a true 3-4 team. They kind of do, um, you know, they play gap control. They let their linebackers. That's why they drafted Patrick Queen, right? They kind of fit similar molds. So from that sense, it makes a lot of sense as well. Um, but, yeah, Snyder, I think all the points you brought up were, were really good. Saving that money earning some draft capital but while you're at it. I mean, it just made so much sense. Um, listen listen to the draft capital. The Bears will have what should be a high first-round pick. It's probably going to be in the top 10. I mean, their defense can give a lot of points moving forward. Two second-round picks. We have a third. We have two fourth-round picks, and we just got the extra one from the Eagles in the Robert Quinn trade. Uh, we have a fifth, and I think we have. I think we got an extra seven. Like, the Bears have a full slate of draft capital this I don't remember the last time the Bears did have this much. I mean, this even opens up the opportunity to even trade for a wide receiver. And, you know, it may not happen right now at the trade deadline, but after this season, there's going to be coaches fired. There's going to be general managers fired. And some of those are going to have wide receivers on their team that's not their guy or teams that are desperate for a, um, a rebuild. The Bears are going to have the draft capital and money to get those dudes. And, again, we're going to have – Three premium prick picks, first round, second, and two seconds to take some swings at the wide receiver room, even at the offensive line room. Like this is just a win-win moving forward. It really is, and I'm just—I don't know why I'm doing this right now, but I'm looking at some of the linebackers that could be available in free agency, and uh, Bobby Okereke is the one that kind of every that sticks in everyone's minds because of the prior relationship he had with Matt Eberflus and this defensive coaching staff, but there's a lot of guys that could be available. Um, you have, I mean, Levante David, I don't know if he is there, but Anthony Walker, also a guy that Eberflus has a history with. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, like I, there's guys that are comparable that you could get. Leighton Van Der Esch. Way better deal than Roquan was asking for. Um so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy, though, Steiner. I mean, doesn't Roquan feel like the last big piece that Ryan Pace left behind besides Justin Fields um, in terms of first-round picks? I mean, there's really no one else there anymore. Well, dude, if Ryan Pace remained the GM of the, uh, the Chicago Bears, Khalil Mack is still on the roster for $30 million moving forward. Robert Quinn is still on the roster for about $18 million moving forward. Roquan Smith, gets he would have got, got $30 million this offseason from Ryan Pace. <laughs> You know, like, it is so refreshing. And, like, Ryan, it seems to me Ryan Poles gets the big picture. Like, he, if you go back to the Roquan, I'm sorry, the Robert Quinn trade, he handled that trade with class. He showed an insane amount of empathy 
for having to trade him and shaking up the locker room and shaking up his personal life. But what stood out to me says, like, look, my job is to do what is best for the Chicago Bears. And that is absolutely what he is doing these past two moves. He gets the big picture. Justin Fields has shown tremendous growth since that Texans game. And I think he may be making Ryan Poles a believer and the staff a believer. And this now this re- regime knows like they have to build a complete team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Absolutely. And it would be one thing at the Bears defense if Roquan was like the driving force of like a competent defense. But like, again, this goes to show you the nature of that position. He wasn't. The, the Bears' defense is as bad as it ever will be. And I'm not saying that's because of Roquan. I'm just saying he doesn't really have the ability – the position doesn't have the really capability of really changing that. And that's why it just – man, I, I can't say enough good things about this move. Again, I, I do want to acknowledge what Snyder said, though. As a fan, it sucks to see him go. I mean, Roquan has had some great years with the Bears. He really embodied uh, what Bears fans and what the Bears have always looked for at that position. They really – Love the inside linebacker position because of the lineage that goes back. But at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself why you're not winning more. And this move was a winning move, in my opinion, to not, you know, fall for the nostalgia of it all and try to do what's best for the team. And I think you said that really, really well, Snyder. That's what Ryan Poles is doing. Yeah, bro. I am fired up. The possibilities are just endless for the Bears this off. It's going to be one of the funnest off seasons that. I could even envi- ever envision like for the Bears, dude. Like, and you know, we're gonna be locked in to the draft stuff and all the evaluations and everything. But you said you were mentioning the free agency list at the linebacker position. It always made sense to me. Would you rather have Roquan at twenty five mil per year, or would you rather have a guy like Bobby O and you know some draft capital? Bobby O and some draft capital. This you know, and being the second round and the fifth round pick, like. Rookie contracts in the NFL are just so, so valuable because you're, you know, especially a day two pick that you're hoping that they're a starter for about, you know, four years. And that's just a tremendous value. And it just spreads the talent, you know, more like there's a lot, lot more flexibility on what you could do. Totally agree. Um, But before we get out of here, Snyder, is there any other moves you can see the Bears making before this inevitable deadline on the trade deadline uh happens you know i guess you could say that no ryan pace guy is safe um it would absolutely break my heart to see eddie jackson go i just yes. <laughs> talk to him so much um but again if the price is right you know ryan Pol is going to take the call he's going to listen so uh, that one that one would hurt my heart that that would be that'd be a tough one um i assume jalen johnson is safe um again, i got to think Cody Wire, you're not going to trade him because he's on the injured reserve list. Um, I can't, I can't think of anyone. But if it was me, if I was the GM, I'd be fielding calls for Cole Komet and David Montgomery. Um, but it seems to me that they are favorites amongst Luke Getzey. Yeah. Um, it looks like Eberflus likes the one-two punch of Demo and Herbert, even though Herbert a little bit more explosive. Um, I've seen a tweet out there that the offense as a passing unit does a little bit better with Demo on the field as far as a pass blocker. I, and I, it's debatable. Get, I don't know if that how valuable that is. And then again, they, you know, just glamour about Cole Komet's run blocking skills. He's probably gonna earn the hits award. You know, <laughs> what I again like that is that's not worth keeping him around. But if it was me, 
I'd be taking calls on David Montgomery and Cole Komet and just like really just, you know, I think that's about it though. Yeah, that, that, that those are the names that come to my mind too. Uh, I would not move on from Eddie Jackson, but I mean, if, if someone makes a, a good enough offer, like you said, uh, anything's possible. But uh, man, what a banger way to to go out on the trade deadline. I, I still can't believe that they made that trade. Like it's still crazy to me. Uh, well, well, that, that was a that was a thing, Tom. Like I, I tweeted and we talked about it. The Bears gave up almost fifty points against the Cowboys. There is nothing in that game that Roquan Smith could have done to to stop that. Yes. So why like what? It just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense where this team is as far as the timeline perspective. Yeah, it it, it really didn't it didn't make any sense and uh, you know inevitable move here and I'm so I just feel so good about the direction this team's heading in uh, under Ryan Poles like a lot of these moves is showing me that he gets it and that's that's super encouraging. Well, um, yeah. yeah, there's which, probably going to be some emergency press conferences from like Poles, yeah, Eberflus. I'm very excited to hear their explanation. Um, Ryan Poles, you know, unlike Ryan Pace, will actually come out and address the media about this. So I do expect him to, and or maybe not, maybe because it'll just be a little bit repetitive of the Robert Quinn thing. But we'll see. I'm very, very um, intrigued to see what what he has to say. I am too. I am too. Um, well. I think that's going to be it for us today. Um, man, I can't believe we just recorded two podcasts. I, that, was, that was just an emergency 20-minute pod. I'm on my lunch break if anyone's asking if I have a job <laughs> or anything, all right? Tiny Tom, you're more of a night night guy, knocking out that night shift. Yeah. Um, again, I was glad I'm able to crank this out and deliver it to you guys live. And please subscribe. Please listen. We're, we've been on this since uh, Ryan Post took over, man, before the draft. Dude, we've been on this since Ryan Pace was still at the helm. Like, we've been on Yeah, bro. Well, all right, dude. Not to talk too much. I never wanted Roquan Smith to be selected. I wanted Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I knew they were going to let Adrian Amos go. And that's who I've always wanted. I thought they've always ignored that position since Amos left. I'm not going to get too crazy about it. Um, that's all I have to say. I'm not going to dive deep about that. Nothing I could do. I, I'm just... Extremely optimistic moving forward, and the smiles on my face. Wish you guys could see Tom's big, beautiful smile right there. Like, we are fired up, man. It, it is a great time to be a Bears fan, and it's going to be so exciting. It really is. Well, until we are back to preview the Dolphins, keep it real and bear down. Bear down. Bear down. You're doing some podcast somewhere. Nobody wants to hear you.